Thanks for joining me, everyone. Charles Moskowitz, every afternoon, right here live at YouTube and at subscribing platforms. My guest is Judge Janine Pirro. She is the author of Don't Lie to Me and Stop Trying to Steal Our Freedom. She's a host on Fox News. Uh, Judge Janine, thanks for joining me today. It's good to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Judge, my main concern right now is the possibility of a contested election. I have heard both sides, both Biden and Trump, say that they may contest the election if they don't get what they want. And um, it just uh, feels like we're entering into a very dangerous constitutional crisis. What say you with regard to um, what might happen and how it might be handled? Well, you know, I don't, I don't, I certainly don't think that President Trump wants to be, you know, part of any of any election delay or election court battle. Uh, but it's inevitable, given the fact that there are some judges around the country who are saying, yeah, we're going to have mail-in voting and you really don't have to count them until seven days after the election. I mean, mm -hmm. so that in itself makes everything subject to additional scrutiny. Look, if it, if it weren't for this pandemic, uh, you know, creating the kind of, you know, shelter, so to speak, for everyone to say, oh dear, oh dear, we've got to have mail-in voting. When, you know, if you want to have mail-in voting, let's have a law, let's pass it, you know, not this last minute, one, two, three, when we know what happened in Bush versus Gore with the hanging chads, we know what happened in Florida last time when DeSantis ran, and, you know, it's just a mess. People show up, but oh, we found these ballots on a pickup truck. And right. just last week, I was in Washington when they found, I don't know, nine, nine mail-in ballots that had Trump's name on them, and they were in a garbage can. Someone threw them away. I mean, it's just ripe for any kind of, you know, uh, corruption. And until we got it down straight, until we have a legitimate reason, until the people agree, until the legislature agrees, why are we doing this now under the guise of the pandemic? If you can go to Home Depot, from the day the pandemic started, as long as you maintain six feet, wear a mask, wear your gloves. What's the problem with voting? And my fear is that people can make these ballots. They simply Xerox them. There isn't any special like imprint or special. There's no ID or no yeah. signature required? Uh, oh, you can sign it. Sure, you can sign, sign. it. And they can Xerox it. I mean, this is easy stuff. As a prosecutor, I've prosecuted these kinds of cases. And in the New York Post, honestly, there was an article, I'd, I'd say about a month ago, where a guy who does it says how easy it is. It's ballot harvesting. You go to senior, uh, uh, a nursing home or you go to an apartment complex. You just say, hey, listen, I'll fill it out for you. Let me take them. I'll, I'll mail them for you. I mean, it's, it's a con that's right for some kind of corruption. And, and so Donald Trump is looking to have a winner named that night. And hopefully if he gets enough votes, enough electoral college votes that we won't have to litigate it further. But the right. Democrats are determined to do that. Yeah, it seems like they wanna stuff the ballot box and there's already been a case um, exposed uh, by uh, James O'Keefe from Pri Operation Veritas right. showing Elon Omar involved with major corruption in Minnesota there's a case in Wisconsin where ballots were found on the side of a road uh, with uh, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. It's propping up everywhere. And it seems to me that if you are fearful about going to vote in person because of COVID-19, then you have the ability to ask for an absentee ballot. There's right. no need to have this massive and obviously dangerous mailings of, of ballots. I mean, it seems to me obviously an attempt to stuff the ballot. 
Well, you know, I think that you rightly quote all those places that they have found fraud, you know, documented fraud. Right. Uh, and, you know, they are creating a fear. Look, this is all part of my book, Don't Lie to Me. You know, they lie to you and, and, and they, they're taking away your freedom. And the whole idea is to keep you in your basement and to open the borders, to defund the police, and then take away your guns and take away your freedom. I mean, it's, it's just a playbook of how they want to do it. And this, this election is just a piece of it. But the election is huge in the sense that Joe Biden is the Trojan horse. He is the one who was allowing the left to come in with their socialist uh, agenda. And, you know, sometimes when people tell you who they are, we need to believe them. So when Kamala Harris said, you know, I'm going to be proud to be part of the Harris administration. Right. And the next day, Joe Biden said the Harris administration, maybe we need to believe them. Maybe that's what the plan is. You know, oh, Joe is supposed yeah. to be Mr. Nice Guy, but he isn't. We know he isn't. He fights with everyone. He, is, he takes his son to China. His son comes out with, with billions for a hedge fund. And then his son, we found out, got $3.5 million from the wife of the former mayor of Moscow. And then they want to say that Trump was involved in Russia collusion. Yeah, this that's the only collusion that's fine. It's, it's one lie after another to steal our freedom. Now, uh, Janine, you were a former uh, district attorney in Westchester County, so you know something about New York politics. What is the deal with the Southern District of New York and the Attorney General of New York really like almost obsessively zeroing in on Donald Trump's family, his business, to try to find something that they can go after? I mean, is that really constitutionally correct for them to do that? It seems well, like, yeah. It, it, you've got the Southern District of New York and I worked with them when I was the elected DA and, uh, and I was also a, a county judge as well. Uh, but in addition to that, you've got the Attorney General, this woman by the name of Letitia James, who's been mm. gunning for the Trumps. She ran to, you know, to destroy Donald Trump. She said, he's going to name my name. He's going to know my name and I'm going to sue his ASS, he, you know, personally. And that's all she's done. Meanwhile, you have New York City with Black Lives Matter, the organization, not the movement, but the organization destroying the city. And she's, she's obsessed with the Trumps. And the latest one is Eric Trump. Uh, it is, it's a sad commentary. There's so much hate and it's got nothing to do with us. It's almost like we're pawns in a chess game where it's not about us. It's about their fighting to be, you know, the, to, to have the raw political power. Right. And that's why they impeach him. That's why they go after his family. That's why they're obsessed with them. And, you know, it's like, a, I think Senator John Kennedy said it best. It's a freak show. It's a freak show. They hate him so much. They're going to march. They're going to protest. They're going to impeach him. And then they bring this Amy Coney Barrett, who is a rare intellect. She has an unblemished record and reputation. She adopted two children. She's got five of her own. Everyone thinks highly of her. And now they're saying she's some kind of religious freak. You know, and instead of, I'm not quite sure how they're going to do it, but they may not do the Kavanaugh where the Constitution doesn't matter and all uh -huh. women need to be believed. They may just, you know, say we're not part of it. It's illegitimate. Well, there's nothing illegitimate about it. The Constitution. I know. What is the deal with that? Blumenthal saying this is illegitimate. The Constitution says that the president is to nominate a, a Supreme Court justice for a vacant right. seat and the Senate is to confirm. What's, right, I mean, right. What, Article what I mean? 2, Section 2 of the Constitution <clears throat> yeah. makes it clear the president shall nominate and the Senate shall advise and consent. 
And at no time does it say, you know, two months before an election or this or that. And even Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, whose seat is being replaced by, and I say this with confidence, Amy Coney Barrett, even she said at no time during those four years as the president ceased to be the president. So, I mean, they're just having a hissy fit. They've been having a hissy fit from the day we elected Donald Trump president. I mean, how dare they? If we did that, they would say, oh, they're crazy, they're violent, but they just do it. And, you know, we're like Christians. We turn the other cheek and we just keep going. But when they get to the point where they're going to take our rights away, that's when, you know, the silent majority is really going to rise up. And, say, and I hope they do, but everyone's being kind of quiet. Certainly in my neighborhood in Boston, we kind of speak soto voce when we support, yes. <laughs> support so, the yes. president. And I think that if they go after Barrett, that could really backfire on them with women, with suburban women, with Catholics. You know, right. it's a, if they're going to go after her with this religious attack, this anti-Catholic bigoted uh, agenda. Now, yeah. tonight is, of course, the big debate. And apparently the uh, debate organizers have said that um, the Trump campaign or that they will not examine Biden's ears to see if he has any hidden microphones and that he wants to have a break every 20 minutes. Um, what what can be 30. done? Yeah. Oh, is it well, 30? Look, okay. You know, I think the president is right. I mean, Joe Biden is going to be 78 years old in November. Uh, and he hasn't been campaigning. I mean, you know, his, his surrogates will go out. So always answering questions. Well, where? Who? With whom? Uh, and, you know, the, the, he goes from corn pop with the hairs on his legs in the pool standing up and rusty razors to tell your kids to listen to the record player, you know, to a halfway decent uh, uh, debate with Bernie Sanders, you know, so you have to wonder what is the mechanism that gets him from one to the other, you know, and uh, I think uh, Donald Trump is totally right in asking for number one, a drug test, number one, checking to see if there is any other device that's being used because we've never seen such a disparity in one human being who is hiding. He is literally hiding in his basement. And the thing that really resonated with me was uh, Memorial Day weekend. And Joe Biden had been in the basement or in his home with Jill Biden, you know, from when the pandemic in March, when we were all told we have to stay home. And then he comes out with her and they have a wreath for the unknown soldier and they go to put it down and there's no one around them, no one. And they put this wreath down and they both have their big blast, not, not a small man, a big blast man. I mean, this signal, they're living with each other. Who are they kidding? And there's no one around them. Right. You know, it's a message is fear. You've got to be afraid because when we're fearful, they get control. And that's why I want Americans to don't let anyone steal our freedom. Don't let anyone tell you you can't go to church when you can buy booze and liquor and weed. And you can go to the movie theater and you can protest. And, oh, have at it. This is your moment in history. Nonsense. If I want to go to church or you want to go to synagogue or whatever it is, this is a country that was founded on Judeo-Christian ethics. So stop lying to me and telling me that I can't because of X, Y, or Z. Absolutely. And I think that I've heard that uh, Biden is planning to have a full face covering tonight at the debate. So we won't really get to see him. He's using that mask to hide, basically. Wow. So I didn't hear that one. Yeah. Now, um, I, 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 my heart sinks every time I look at the Drudge Report 
and see polls that show Biden ahead by eight points, 10 points. Um, I just, uh, you know, it, it makes me uh, fall on my knees to prayer. I mean, to think that, that, he, that Trump, who has been by any standards, one of the most successful presidents, probably since FDR, and, right. and who has had, if you look at any issue, his successes are extraordinary, that, that people could be so ignorant that they would be taken in by this bizarre hatred of Trump to the point where they would actually consider not voting for him. I well, mean, I just don't get it. So should we look at those polls and what's going on with that? You know, I mean, I, I don't have a crystal ball either. Uh, but what I do know is that some voters are just, you know, they're low information voters. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they, they go along with people around them. Our children, many of them have been uh, this Generation Z and the millennials. I mean, they are you know, they're, they're taught uh, socialism and they believe in socialism. It's a good thing. Mm. Uh, and, I, you know, I don't want to believe in the polls, but I also think that if you think you were afraid in 2016 to say you were a Trump supporter in 2020, it's oh, almost yeah. physically dangerous if you're in New York City. Oh, yeah, no question. That you're voting for Donald Trump. So, you know, that's why the addition of the mail-in votes in addition to all the other stuff, makes it almost impossible to know the truth as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it makes it even more difficult. But, uh, you know, this president has done more for African-Americans than the African-American president, Barack Obama, the lowest unemployment for African-Americans, first step back, which gets people out of jail who don't belong there, like Alice Johnson. Uh, permanent funding for historically black colleges and universities. Uh, Barack Obama never did that. He never did no. that for the African-Americans. And the economy was soaring and the animal spirits and all that stuff. I mean, we were roaring. And then this pandemic comes in. And, and you know, Fauci, please. I mean, the guy's been there over 40 he's years. He's a hack, yeah. You know, if he's in charge of infectious diseases, why didn't they have enough masks, enough PPE? I mean, isn't that his wheelhouse? You know, and yet we're going to listen. And I talk about this and don't lie to me. Right. I talk about Fauci relying on Neil Ferguson, that the model oh, yeah. of England. Neil Ferguson is the guy who did the mad cow disease. So people in the UK are killing their cows and their sheep. And then they realize they never had to in the first place. And the world is still listening to this guy, Neil Ferguson. How stupid are we? But, right. He said know, that a million and a half people would be dead. I mean, just really crazy. Predictions. Yep, two and a half, I think he's two said. and a half. Thank you. Yeah. So anyway. So, so anyhow, um, listen. It is an honor and a, and a privilege to have you on, Janine. Thank you so much. The book again is available. All major bookstores. Don't lie to me and stop trying to steal our freedom. Judge Janine Pirro, thanks again for joining me today. All right. And but let me just add one thing. Please. There's enough footnotes in there that if anybody gives you a hard time, <laughs> go to the footnotes. You got the facts. You got the truth. You got the light. Oh, you have Thank to use footnotes so when you're a conservative. You know that. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks a lot.